1: Over the weekend, it wasn't just a big day for Santa, for Rudolph, for Frosty and Jesus. It was also a big weekend in the NFL that we need to do some reacting to. So, Bill, are you doing the read and react here?
2: I am. I am. Welcome back, you guys. Good to have you back in studio and everything. So, yeah, let's get right to it. Brock Purdy, you guys have been talking about an awful game on Monday night against the Ravens. His MVP odds went from minus money to plus 1,200. He's now the... Went from the favorite to fourth on the odds chart. The 49ers are still the odds on favorite to win the Super Bowl at plus 240. They will most likely still end up as the top seed in the NFC. They have games against Washington and the Rams to close out the season. But, Jinx, Mm. do we still trust the 49ers or did the clock strike midnight on one Brock Purdy?
0: I am not fading Brock Purdy after one bad game. Am I saying he's one of the great quarterbacks in the NFL? No, I am not. I feel like Brock Purdy detractors have been waiting for this game since he started last year. Every week. Oh, he sucks. 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 Just waiting. And he hasn't had a bad game. And he finally had a bad game. And he had a bad game against arguably the best team in football. One of those interceptions was tipped. Not his fault. Doesn't matter. He had a bad game. End of story. How many great games has he had? A ton. No credit for those. So I am not going to base my evaluation of Brock Purdy on a single game. If he starts to falter down the stretch, okay, we can have a conversation. But if he were so easily replaceable, then why didn't the Niners just stick in a quarterback last year in the NFC championship game and keep on rolling? They didn't. When Brock Purdy was out of that game, they had nothing it it was over. And you know who knew it was over? We all did. So both things can't be true. Oh, this thing is over now because Brock Purdy is out of the game and also Brock Purdy sucks. You can't reconcile those two thoughts. They don't make sense. So <laughs> I believe that he is not a top tier quarterback. He is a very good quarterback and he's good enough to win a Super Bowl with the Niners. Ravens got the best of the Niners. There's no shame in that. It happens. Full credit to Baltimore. I'm not fading Brock Purdy because he had one bad game. It happens to every. Look at Patrick Mahomes. If we're doing a one-game sample size, Patrick Mahomes sucks. Patrick Mahomes sucks. (laughs) He sucks. He's terrible. He gave up two defensive touchdowns to the Raiders in seven seconds. Brock Purdy didn't do that. So if that's your standard, apply it across the board. He's going to be fine.
1: This is my point exactly. I thought this game was a great thermometer For some people who are always overreacting to things, because doesn't that feel like that is the nature of the NFL? People overreact so much week to week. Just look at the trajectory of guys like Josh Allen. Like one week, he's the MVP. The other week is like, oh, my God, this guy turns the ball over five five seconds. But this is the same deal for Brock Purdy are we going to look at one game against probably the best team in the AFC and say, okay, well, it's time to just throw him back into irrelevance now. You know, this is why he was drafted or not drafted or drafted last, excuse me. Uh, So, yes, it is a one-game sample size, and I feel like you probably shouldn't overreact too much. But I think the problem was it wasn't just a bad game. It was a really bad game. Mm -hmm. Like four interceptions is not great any way you slice it. So I think that's the other thing is I think you could still argue for him to be the MVP if it was only two picks, but four, you're out of the conversation because he did not have the narrative going his way in the first place because I think you bring up a great point. Like imagine this was Aaron Rodgers in his prime. If he had one game where he threw four picks, he would probably be all right. But since the narrative is so heavily against Brock Purdy, one bad game is all that's going to take to get him out of this conversation. We see that reflected in the odds. So I think the Niners are just fine. They have you know, been there, done that before, even with worse quarterbacks. Jimmy Garoppolo went to Lambeau Field and won despite throwing <laughs> multiple interceptions with this Niners team that I would say is even better this year. So I think the Niners are fine. Brock Purdy is still a good quarterback as well.
2: All right, the Dolphins have a chance to take over the top seed in the AFC if they can go to Baltimore and win on Sunday. Miami's win over Dallas was their first over a team with a winning record all season long, but Miami could also lose the division if they fall to the Ravens and then watch Buffalo beat New England in Buffalo in Week 17, which is obviously not out of the realm of possibility. That would set up a winner-take-all showdown in Miami between the Bills and Dolphins In Week 18, Chelsea, which is more likely? The Dolphins win the division or end up a wild card?
1: Well, I have already hitched my wagon to the Buffalo Bills. You could get them yeah. two to one odds to win the division just last week, I believe. I think this is the team that's trending in the right direction, even though you could probably say the same thing for Miami. But head to head, you look at the match between the Bills and the Dolphins, and it was the Bills all over the Dolphins last time around. And look at the way the Ravens are playing. Is this a team that anybody wants to face? Even without Keaton Mitchell? This team looked unstoppable. I know the Niners kind of handed them some turnovers, but still, I think I will go with the Dolphins getting into the playoffs as a wild card winner, not the division winner.
0: I'm with you. Buffalo has the momentum. They have the motivation. And I love that you touched on the Josh Allen narrative and how quickly narratives change in the NFL with respect to Brock Burney. You're right. Josh Allen earned the year. Oh, this guy. Turnover machine. No, he's not. Not anymore. All of a sudden, he's turned it around. I just like the way that Buffalo is playing right now. And good win on the Dolphins. I had the Cowboys over the weekend. That was their first win, I believe, over a team with a winning record all year long. But particularly when we're talking about value, the Bills at plus 275 to win the division, it it would be perfect for Buffalo, a team that has been the favorite again and again and again in this division to actually win the division as a dog. And I think for a team that has been lauded so much over the past few seasons, this is good for them. I think it's really sharpened their focus. So
2: I'm with you. Give me the bills. All right, quickly, last one. Back in the NFC, six teams battling for the final two wildcard spots. The Rams are the sixth seed. Seattle is the seven. They're both eight and seven. They're followed by Minnesota, Atlanta, Green Bay, New Orleans, who are all seven and eight. Throw a couple of darts, Jinx. Who makes the playoffs out of those six teams in the NFC? I'd say throw the dart. Uh, There's no analysis. Throw the dart. (laughs) All right, let me throw this dart.
0: And (laughs) it's gonna be. Oh, look at that! Saints! I can't believe I did it. The Saints are gonna make the playoffs. And where else are we gonna go? Uh, Huh. Oh my god! Packers! It's gonna be Packers and Saints. I can't believe it. I nailed it based on the dart throw.
1: What are you You going to go with the Rams? Well, I know it was a dart throw, um, but I'll go with the Rams and the Seahawks. Can they both make it? Yeah, I guess they can. because Obviously, they're not winning their division. But still, you look at the Seahawks schedule down the stretch. They have the Steelers and the Cardinals. I think those are two winnable games. And then look at the Rams. Feels like they are playing the best brand of football of any of these teams that we just listed. And looking at their schedule now, it is a bit harder. They do have the Giants, which is an easy one, but then finish the schedule on the road at the Niners. Not a great way to end the season, but we'll see. Matt Stafford and company certainly peaking at the right time.